Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Parents Podcast from Champion Forest. As parents, we know that raising kids can be one of the most rewarding and challenging experiences in life. And we just want to come alongside fellow parents and offer support, encouragement, and practical advice on how to raise our kids well. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, Justin. Hey, Steph. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So glad we're back uh, being able to do another podcast together. I know. Can you believe it's already May? It's flying. I Literally, this spring has flown by. I don't know what you've been doing, but I have been in the middle of baseball yes. with one kid, cheer, mascot, just all the things right now. So how and about I, you? I think all of our parents have been in all of the things right now. That's how it feels for sure. I know that you have that. And there's also testing going on. Yes. We're in May and the end of the spring semester is here. We get emails. Okay. It's four kids, right? We get emails for every single kid. Woo. It's you got a, a full inbox, baby. Every day it's <laughs> packed with stuff that's going on and it's good information, right? It's great information for us to know about our kids and what's going on, their progress, but it's also stressful for them. I know stressful for us as well. So um, I'm glad we get to hang out today. Me too. And you know, thinking about May, that means summer is coming. Oh man. Oh, so all of you parents out there listening, you know, it's right around the corner. It is here. I'm planning for the summer, but man, I can't believe how fast it's getting here. It is. So you know what, Justin, today we want to challenge our parents yeah. to think about summer 2023 mm. and to think about how could they possibly make summer 2023 the most memorable summer for their family? I like this topic and I'm glad we're getting to talk about it. Um, it's important, you know, making core memories, having memories and things that, that have happened all throughout. And I, I think back fondly of a lot of times as I was growing up and I, as I'm looking at my four kids and I'm looking at the time that I have with them left, right. Uh, it's, I want to make memories that last. I want there to be this thing. So I like that we're talking about this topic here in May in preparation for the summer. So yeah. as we make these memories and making 2023 stand out, we'll be good. Well, and when you think about the summer, most people in their school districts, wherever they're going to school, it'll end, the school year will end in the end of May-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And then schools seem to be starting back a little bit earlier now. The summers are packed, especially as your your kid gets a little bit older. So now that I have a high schooler, um, you know, she has practices and things begin way earlier, even before. So really, yeah, into May and then just the end of July. And it feels like even the last week in July, you better be prepared to go ahead and have them incorporated into the school world again. So exactly. it's fast. Yes. So when you think about the summertime, you're looking at, you've got about two months with your kiddos, Yeah. right? As a family, you've got these maybe 60 to 70 days yeah. in the summertime where schedules are different. Everybody's home a little bit more. Maybe right. you're thinking about vacations or if you're going to do something. Yeah. So as you're thinking about these 60 to 70 days, yeah, how can parents make these days the most memorable, impactful, intentional yeah. days for their families? I think that's a good word, intentional, because a lot of times we go right to the budget, 
you know, and you even said it like you go right to the budget of, okay, how can we make it intentional? And it's about spending money. And I would love for us as we're talking about this to make sure that we talk about some things that, that honestly are budget friendly. Right. And it's really the intentionality behind the time that you spend um, with your kiddo. So um, let's dive into this and have some fun with it. Let's do it. You know what, Justin, I want us to think about um, parents yeah. and if they had this summer, and I'm going to ask you this question. Okay, bring oh. it on. Okay, no prep. <laughs> As a parent, okay, is there anything that you would want your child to learn this summer? Like, let's say you thought through all the different things you want to teach your child or you want your child to know. It could be like your youngest in elementary, it could be yeah. your middle schooler, it could be your high schooler. What is or is there something that you could intentionally teach them or they could learn this summer? Wow. Okay. Teach them or hope that they could learn, you know. <laughs> hope that they grasp a little bit of it. How so, about that? So here's what I would say. Um, I want my kids to to like each other. Oh. To love each other and like each other. I know it sounds so easy, right? But I do have elementary, I do have two middle school, and I do have high school. So there's a wide range of things. And the more time together, it sounds awesome. Everybody's gearing up for summer, right? Like, yes, summer's here and movies start and it's fun and all these things. But reality is that means they spend a lot more time together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so I, honestly, going into the summertime for me, I want to, I, I hope that by the end of the summer, they've built some incredible stories together. Yes. You know, that, that. Again, I have one that's a, it's a sophomore now, going to be a junior next year. I have limited time. Yes. And so my hope is that this summer, my my kids, and I say this even for students that I work with, that they would actually fall in love with each other. Aww. Like they would, they would legit like each other um, more this summer because of the time that they spent um, together and in the house. And so that could look like playing games, sure. Yes. Uh, that could look like going outside, although we are in Houston, Texas, and going outside needs Woo. to include water at <laughs> some level Preach, okay? <laughs> or a popsicle or something. Right. <laughs> um, but doing something together. But I, w- I honestly would say that's an end goal for me by the end of the summer is that I want my, my kids um, to like each other more, to love each other more, and to have built some stories together. Again, that is not – you didn't ask me this question before, so I had no idea that was coming. But that just off the top of my head – um, is something that I would like for them to grab. And now how you do that could, could, you know, it could be a trip. It could be a day thing that we do or an activity, or it's just the intentionality behind, uh, that Being with them. Together. So yeah, that's mine. Well, and let me encourage you. Okay. Okay. Because this summer they're going to be together a lot, yep. which parents, you know, this, that leans and tends more to arguments yep. or disagreements. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you're going to work through those daily moments, mm. right? And as they get older and once they're out of school yeah. and they're out of the house, I bet you're going to find that these intentional moments that you spend together and the investment that you make Mm. now is going to pay off then because Rick and I see that in our kids now. They call each other. They text each other. They're talking about things together that we don't even know about that they're not telling us, and it's beautiful. That's awesome. So I think that taking the time to be intentional and create these moments is going to help them learn how to do that. Yeah. So do you have some stories to go along with that? I mean, I would love to hear some of of the Chase family (laughs) stories, right? With your kids and some things that you have, or even for yourself when you were growing up. 
with some of those, those key moments that you learned or felt like you learned during the summer? Sure. Well, one of the, um, a memorable moment for the Chase family. Mm-hmm. We didn't know one of our kids had dyslexia oh, wow. when she was younger. And so she was struggling to read and we were having, you know, issues with that. And we were like, hmm, okay, so one summer I decided, you know what we're going to do? We are going to read the book Charlotte's Web okay. because literally I had never read the book before. I don't really know why I chose that book random. <laughs> but every morning in the summer when all the kids would wake up, Um, One was preschool, the other two were in elementary. We would just pile in one bed and Mm. we would read one chapter of the book. And you know, when you take a minute and just pile in bed like that, read a chapter of the book, then everybody just continues to hang out together. You're talking, you're laughing, you're giggling. Now, sometimes it winds up in an argument, you know, that goes. Wrestling match. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that was um, something that I didn't think about at the time I was doing to help one child learn how to read. And, but God blessed it. And it just became a powerful, intentional moment in our family. That's really good. Yeah. So that was really cool. One thing um, also growing up, and this would be a lot for elementary kids too. Yeah. But one thing I learned in preschool parents, when the kids were young and at home in the summer, wear them out in the morning. (laughs) Okay. Do tell, tell me why this is. Okay. So get on your bikes if you can ride to the nearest swimming pool or whatever you can find to do. That's free. The park, the playground, play and play and play until they can hardly ride their bikes back home. Okay. Cause then you get home, you crank up the corn dogs, the frozen pizza, mac and cheese, whatever it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're not healthy. Kids I like at this. Our house. Peanut butter jelly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. PB and J, but come on moms, let's get real. That's what it looks like. And then everybody crashes mm. and you take a little while um, to get, you know, rest, recoup, and that kind of thing before you're up and running for the afternoon. Well, that's I think that's a good word. I think that's a uh, a wise thing to do. And I, I I guess I haven't been that intentional with it. You know, let's just talk practically here. Yes. Um, you know, I work. And uh-huh. so even throughout the summer, I'm going to be working. Um, I know that Lisa is going to be home a lot more um, with our kids. And especially since we have older kids. I think it would be very easy for us to just say, do your thing during the summer with our kids, right? Like, all right, you guys still, I've got to go to work, see you later. Um, And so now they're at home. And I know that we probably have plenty of listeners that um, maybe both parents work or a single parent. And so they're leaving their kids at home. And so maybe there are some things though that, or well, you give me some thoughts on it. There's some things that maybe they could do during the day or help structure their days that could help them that I'm just asking you that. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Especially our kids that are at home. So take some time, parents, and figure out what is it that my kid likes to do? Mm. This is huge because like if they do like to cook or maybe they like to create or maybe they like sports. Okay. I know for one of our kids, she loved to make money. Okay. Okay. So she would spend the afternoons making construction paper board games. Oh, wow. Okay. Then when we came home in the evening, you know what we did? We let her go around door to door and sell her board games. I thought you were going to say y'all played the games. (laughs) Nope. Uh -uh. Forget it. You just let her go make money. Okay. Okay. And you know what's interesting? She is our child who is most the entrepreneur, you know, and does business on her own. And the neighbors actually, one year for her birthday, 
they got her a little book, A Child's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. Wow. Um, but it was her being at home by herself, making those board games and doing that thing, and then coming home in the evening and being able to take her out and put that to use. No, I love that. I think that's really good. I think that for me, the summer is two months, mm-hmm. right, basically. And while we could count the days, that's 60 days, um, breaking it down by week and almost being intentional at looking at what the next week holds. Yes. Um, I think that when Lisa and I have done that, it's been the best for our family. Mm-hmm. And so the intentionality, okay, this is going on this week. And so on Monday, um, the kids could do this or on Tuesday, this is going to happen and, and helping them. We've also used uh, some chore charts yes. and things like that throughout the summer specifically, right? Um, to help them if it's to earn money, sure. But more than that is to be disciplined and yes. also to put to, I don't know, to show love back to their family. Uh, right now, this is just a little transparent, but um, video games and just technology yes. are all over my family, mm-hmm. right? Like constantly. And I think that it's going to be really important for Lisa and I to talk about, and I'm, again, I'm forecasting what we need to do. I'm not saying we're doing this yet, but for (laughs) the summer of laying down some, this is how much time you get to do this. Exactly. Yeah. This is when you can do these Mm -hmm. things. Snack time is between this and this. Otherwise we come home and the pantry is raided. Right. And then the, and they don't understand the concept of somebody's going to go buy that. Right. Um, And so structuring and being intentional with helping set up week to week, day to day, whether that's an elementary kid um, or that's a high schooler is going to be really, really helpful because at the end of the day, uh, one of the, the hardest things is when I walk through the door and I'm just speaking from experience for myself, walk through the door and it feels like they've done nothing today. Right. Right. And then you're breaking <laughs> up the fight. Yes. So us talking ahead, Lisa and I planning ahead and structuring that she's way better at this than I am. Um, but at least we've had a conversation mm-hmm. about helping those days and being able to help them learn a skill, like you said, whether that's reading in a fun way um, or an entrepreneur, like going and selling things or making things, just being creative. But the word intentional, I think, just still has to be there. Um, and that's in the month of May. It can't be all of a sudden two weeks into summer and say, wow. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this month of May, real intentional about, okay, summer is coming. We know it's coming and we're yes. excited. I know that means no carpool lines, right? That's a Woo-hoo, good, fun yes. thing. But at the same time, at the end of the summer, we also want to have built some moments and stories with them where we're not just like finally go back to school. Right. So that would be some of my thoughts on it as far as learning some things. Well, and learning too, like I know for me one summer, my mom said, okay, you and your brother are going to cook a meal. This was when we were in elementary school. Yeah. You are going to cook one meal for the family every night. So we had to decide what meal we were going to cook. Of you, course, Are you were, still cooking that meal to this day, Stephanie? Uh, not so much. Oh, it did not help man. my cooking skills, but <laughs> I can throw some spaghetti or tacos Love together. It. That's great. But um, so we had to decide what we were going to cook. We had to write down the list of what needed to be uh, purchased from the grocery store, which is nice now for kids. You know, they can get on the phone with you and place an order and then y'all can go pick it up. Okay, And then um, we were responsible for following the recipe and cooking it. 
um, that night and then setting the table, serving it and that kind of thing. So that would be something really cool for a family to do. And even if you're a working parent, that's something that will help you out, get the kid cooking. You can sit there and just watch and talk because it gives you some time to talk and chat while the child is cooking. Yeah. And build that relationship. Another fun thing, maybe for some older kids to learn, is how to manage money. Mm, okay, you know, and, yeah. and work on some money management. Maybe you want to get like the the three cans where it's save, spend, and you know, tithe, yeah. give. Mm-hmm. And so teaching them, like, if you allow them to sell cookies to the neighbors or whatever works, or do chores, yeah. teaching them that money management in the summer when you really don't feel like you have time to do it um, during the school year because you're running taxi all the time. I think that's really good. I think that uh, that knowing your kids and what could work for them, I don't know if I want my eight-year-old cooking for me. Quite I know, yet. right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Although cereal night could Burn be an down option. The house. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I say that jokingly, but, but even as I process that out, you know, maybe the expectation for the older kid is, yeah, to learn something a little bit more and be able to do it. But then for my eight-year-old, allowing him legit to pick out, hey, we're going to do cereal tonight. Yeah. And him have picked out the cereals we're going to have and set out the just some responsibility. Yes. And once again, some intentionality, even around the dinner table and the yeah. things you can do. I think that's fun. So what are some things, just as I'm thinking and processing yes. it, what are some things that maybe we could do or, or encourage our people to think about that they could do without spending money, yes. making memories without spending a lot of money. I love it. Let's yeah. think about it. Let's do it. Um, one thing that is so simple is go outside. I think we talked about this before. I don't know. I think we gave them the challenge of laying outside and watching the yeah, clouds. Yeah, I do remember something. that. You did bring up flower watching <laughs> or something. something. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know what? Go outside hang out in the backyard, watch, look at the stars, try Mm. to find the stars, try to find the moon. Um, You know, I remember as a kid one night, my mom and I were sitting out in the lawn chairs, just talking, looking up at the sky. And we wound up, my mom was like, well, we could spend the night out here if you want. I was like, yeah. "Yeah." So we spent the night in the backyard as a family. I know when our kids were little, I picked up a tent at a garage sale, which took me forever to put together, but (laughs) got that thing up and, and, we spent the night out in the tent. I would sneak back in the house, but the kids yeah. would stay out there in the backyard. That builds memories. That's good. I'll never forget one summer. I took the Christmas lights and hung them in the garage and, you know, put the speaker out there. And we had a skating rink for a week in the garage. Everybody got their rollerblades out and we cranked the music. We had the lights on and it was roller skating rink time in the garage. That's awesome. And they remember those things because they're so, they're basic, but they're fresh, they're new, they're different and fun for the kids. No, that's really good. And you mentioned the backyard. And I think that's a, a, a good vision visual in some ways too. Um, I grew up and we had a trampoline. We were like one of the only people in it. And this is before the nets and the padding and <laughs> yes. anything, you know, <laughs> no helmets, any of this stuff. But we ended up spending the night on the trampoline a lot. Yeah. And so my, my, me and my two sisters, we would, we slept on the trampoline numerous nights and they figured out that I could throw a tennis ball in the air and a bat would dive down and try to grab the tennis ball, you know, and stuff like that. And it was also a little scary, but you know, those were (laughs) some fun memories. And then with our own kids, um, the camping in the backyard, um, we didn't have to go anywhere. 
We didn't have to do much. It was just right there. You know, some other fun things right here in Houston, there yeah. are some really cool sites and things you can go see. Yeah. So um, there are all types of, uh, I don't even know what they're called. I'm just thinking out loud. We've done this. We did this with our kiddos not too long ago, a couple of summers ago, I guess. But the different walls that have murals on them or paintings around all downtown, there's like multiple and so we just took a day and went and took pictures in front of all these oh, walls cool. around the town of Houston, you know, city of Houston. Right. Yeah. And that was just a fun thing to do. It didn't cost us anything except for the gas money to get out there and time. Mm, there and, you go. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's a big thing, right? Yes. I think that's something that we just have to kind of address in, in thinking about our summer is we're going to have time with our kids. Yes. And we're either going to be intentional with that time and, make it and help build these stories and memories or we're not exactly. And 2023 is just going to be another summer exactly. that's passed that and we, we sent them that. off. No, where we sent them off somewhere or we've, Oh, we don't have the money for it. So we don't do it. Um, and instead, if we'll just take a little bit of time now on the front end, I don't know. The summer could be super, super special. You know what's something cool for like elementary kids, especially um, if you're a working parent, maybe your middle schooler and elementary is at home. Have them create a scavenger hunt mm. for the family uh, during good. the day. Yeah. You know, and they can make three or four of these. And then when you get home that night, I know you're tired, but after you take a rest, maybe eat dinner. Then you and your family can go on the scavenger hunt yep. in the neighborhood or around the house, whatever they create. Yep. But it gives them an assignment, a job to do, something fun. Um, so then when you get home, you can do it together as a family. And see, I love that, Steph. Can I, I mean, the difficulty, it falls back on me as the parent to have the right attitude when I walk in the door. Because I could give them the task and then I could blow that task up when I get home with my attitude. Mm. It's a quick challenge to myself as we're sitting there talking about it. Um, oh, there's so many times I've come home with the the weight of the world yes. and the garbage and the stuff that I've dealt with with other people. And I bring that into my own family and the my kids, I've given them an assignment. I've been intentional and they've done it. And they're like, let's do the scavenger. And you're like, I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to watch this game or the TV has to be on in the background. I'm guilty of that. And instead of leaning into that creativity that my 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 kid had in that day, um, no matter if it takes five minutes or I hope it doesn't, but five hours, right? right? Sometimes it can last <laughs> too long. Another Forever. just fun one that I remember um, was we played hide and go seek in the neighborhood all yes. the time, like yes. straight up. And it wasn't just my yard, but it was multiple yards uh-huh. and it was my family and neighborhood families and kids game nights mm-hmm. where it's not just my family, but some other families that would come over and we just play games, eating watermelon I'm from South Georgia. So watermelon, right. With uh-huh. the seeds and seed spitting Woo, contests, yes. you know, those types of things. Um, they don't cost a lot. Oh, an ice cream, homemade, homemade ice homemade. cream. That Let's churn go. is going. <laughs> oh. And it teaches your kids patience for crying out loud. You got to wait for that ice cream. I think, yeah. It's not bluebell, <laughs> no, but it's man, not. homemade ice cream. I could, oh, I could take it. Yes. So we, I think those are some fun things. Yeah. You know what, Justin, too, while we're talking about this is we really need to be intentional about our conversations mm, with good. our kids, you yeah. know, because during this summer, 
if we're intentional about asking questions that um, really get our kids to think or yeah. help us hear their heart, mm. um, that can really help us make a memorable summer. For example, like maybe you want to ask your child, you know, um, what do you fear? Mm. Is there anything that you fear? And it's give good. them some time to really think about, are there things that I'm really afraid of? And then it goes back to what you were saying about when you get home from work, be intentional to listen yeah, and not just listen to the words, but listen to their heart. It's mm, good. You know, where is that coming from? And then maybe continue the conversation once they say what it is. And we have to remember, don't shame them Yeah, when they give an honest answer, you know, don't laugh. Because some of them, that really hurts their feelings. Yeah. Um, but accept what they say and then walk them through. Um, but asking those intentional questions. Another thing is, you know, what do you like about you? Mm, yeah. Some identity stuff. Yes. Yeah. And just get in there and kind of prod into their little hearts and minds and see where they're at this summer. Yeah. The conversations that you can have your summer or with your kids over the summer. Um and again, it, it it could be really, really a special time. And if you've been putting off some conversations as your students gotten older, uh, making time. If it's going fishing in the evenings, mm. if it's uh, the car rides, and I've used that a lot, the yes. car rides, but being intentional with that time that you have with them for those conversations, they're away from school. They're not in the, the thick of it yes. in that way. And so you could talk about future with especially as I'm talking as you get a little bit older with your students. So middle school, high school, and, and that could be a great avenue and a great place um, to begin to talk about those things, your future, what's next, what's yes. coming up to where they're not in the middle of the school and their school counselor and everybody else is saying, so what are you going to do next? Yes. What's your plan for your life? And instead you have been able to navigate that with them some so some some really important times in your conversations could happen. And that could happen over a bowl of ice cream, too. Yeah, it could. So Well, and because what we're seeing in this younger generation is they don't go to their parents anymore. Mm. When they want to ask a question, they Where ask they go? Siri, there they ask go. Alexa, they ask Google. I had a mom tell me the other day that um, her son wanted to call their grandfather. So he was literally in the shower. The little boy was okay. in the shower, taking a shower. And he just yelled, Alexa, call grandpa. Oh my goodness. And literally Alexa called grandpa and grandpa answers. And he's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just taking a shower. We just wanted to chat with you or whatever, because they're, that's their world. Yeah, They don't go to us anymore. So now, just like you said, with technology, yep. kind of maybe figuring out what our boundaries going to be, what are, what's our technology schedule going to be. I know yeah. when our grandson comes over, he's five. And the first thing he'll ask me is granny, what games do you have on your phone? Can I play your <laughs> games on your phone? Yep. And I'm like, you're never going to play games on uh, Granny's phone. That's, That's just not something we yeah. do, you know. So um, figuring that out, but then, um, you know, because that will help you set those boundaries and then also taking the time to ask those intentional questions. Being present, I think, is what, is what I think we're saying Preach. here with that. Be present this yes. summer. Like, all in. Like, decide here in May that I am going all in to spend time with my kids, whether that is in the evenings when I get home from work, in the mornings before I go off to work, um, in the middle of the day, whatever it is, just being extremely present for those conversations. Because ultimately, as the primary disciples of our kids, we want our kids coming back to us. 
We want to be a consultant in our kids' lives, right? right? Where they come back for the information from us. Otherwise, they're going to get it somewhere. And technology is the place. The other place is peer-to-peer. Yes. And so they're going to ask their friends and good grief, do we really want a 15-year-old asking another 15-year-old about a lot of things going on? It's not going to be, No, there's not going to be a lot of depth in that, right? <laughs> That's right. And so um, so we want them to trust us and to come to us as parents. And the only way to do that, though, is to be very present Yes. Um, in that. And that's throughout the whole time. So I, I'm excited about summer 2023. We have stuff that's going on, of course, um, at the church and with things, but just for families. Yeah. Like what would it look like yeah. if families would do that? Hey, and Justin, one more thing. Yeah. I want to really encourage our families to think about how this summer can we put Christ first like in it. our family. Yeah. And that can start out with no matter what age your child is, spending time in the word every day. Even if it's your three-year-old, it would be literally two minutes looking at you know, Noah and the Ark in a picture Bible book, yeah. or whether it's your high school student, you know, challenging them with, uh, uh, on the app, the Bible I was about app, to say that. yes, yep. a Bible reading plan on the app. Yeah. Um, but this summer saying, okay, you know what, we're going to put Christ first in our family this summer. I like that. No, yeah. that's really good. And I think speaking specifically to the older side or those that have access to the Bible app, Um, There are all kinds of little studies that you can do. And if it's four weeks or eight weeks or whatever, that it could be a reading plan or something that is intentional in that way. And again, I think that's the word for today is intentionality and being intentional with your summer 2023 could have an absolutely incredible impact um, on your kid, on your family and on the future. So mm-hmm. I hope this has been helpful. Again, this too. was just us talking as yes. we're planning. Again, we plan out our entire calendar for other people, but hopefully just for families, this will be an awesome summer for them. Yeah. So parents, we want you to know we're behind you all the way. We're praying for you. We're That's thinking right. about you. And we really hope that summer 2023 is the most memorable for your family. It's going to be good.